Okay, people, welcome to Ask the Arb Microcast. Helping homeowners, developers, and architects get your planning back on track by demystifying tree surveys. Your host is Matt Harmsworth, so sit back and relax and let us help you get your planning back on track. Hi folks, welcome to the Ask the Art podcast. I'm your host Matt Harmsworth, and uh, today I just <laughs> I just want to tell, talk to you about uh, a couple of things that have been going on this end. So, uh, really, really great news is that we've just brought a, a new consultant on board, um, somebody I've known for a number of years, Peter. Peter lives over in Cambridgeshire, and he'll be covering that side of the uh, country for us, which is uh, which is awesome, and. He was just saying to me the other day, actually, as we were just having a chat, going through the whole uh, induction process this end, he was just saying to me that, in fact, they had uh, planning permission for an extension, but they've just never really got around to um, building it. And one of the reasons that they haven't got around to building it is because a planning condition was put on the construction in relation to a surface drainage uh, system or a suds pond and it's it's just meant that the project has stalled so that got me thinking and I did a little bit of digging this end and it turns out that actually um, a large number of planning applications or consented developments never actually get off the line because of a planning condition that needs to be discharged. And what a lot of people don't seem to realise is that when you do have a planning condition applied to your project, is that if you don't get that uh, condition discharged, then you're not going to be able to continue with the project. And, you know, it's not it's not a simple process. There was a chap a little while ago, Bob, not his real name, he contacted us to discharge a, a planning condition. He got a um, he got a consent for a wraparound two story um, extension to his family home, and uh, they were really really excited about pushing forwards with this. But when they started to um, speak to their architect and finalise plans and in, look to instruct a builder, they realised that they had this planning condition to discharge. And the planning condition was quite poorly worded. And I often advise to clients that, you know, you you look to discharge exactly what it is the local planning authority has put within the condition. However, we deep dived into this and the decision notice simply said a tree protection plan a tree protection plan was required to discharge the planning condition so that the project could continue and it had to be done to the local planning authority's um, uh, satisfaction. Now, the key thing here, the challenge is, is that actually when you look into this, although you might only need a tree protection plan, that is the final point in a process. It should all start with the tree survey and the arboricultural impact assessment. And then moving on from that, you would do a tree protection plan and a arboricultural method statement. So this wasn't a simple plan with all the information on. This was quite an involved piece of consultancy. We had no tree data. We had no prior knowledge of the site or the client's plans. So we still had to go through the entire process and that can be really difficult um, for for a client to understand that although they only simply on the face of it, they only simply need a a plan. What we actually need to do is go through the entire process, capture the tree data, 
overlay it with the proposals, have a look, see exactly what's going on and then prescribe a, um, a, a solution. And the trouble is with all this is that obviously because this isn't a five minute thing, it leads to architects delays, potential plan changes, and it may even turn out that the project is unbuildable um, if the tree is protected and it's going to damage that tree and there's no recourse for removing that tree. It can lead to all sorts of problems. We had that with a, um, a crossover. A uh, client wanted to put a new driveway in and that wasn't an issue, but they needed a crossover through a piece of grass verge to join the public highway. And um, they got planning consent. There was a planning condition on it for a tree protection plan. However, there was just no way to put the crossover in without damaging the uh, protected tree. So as it turned out, the whole driveway project was actually um, totally unbuildable. There was no way to do it without removing a protected street tree. Um, and clearly that was that was never going to happen. So I guess really the takeaway from all of this is you really need to try and avoid the trap of planning conditions if you possibly can do. Get that tree survey done early on before you even instruct the architect. Let's see if this thing is actually buildable. Let's see if this idea is viable before you move forwards. And um, yeah, so that's it from me today. Remember, trees are first, not last. And I will speak to you soon. Cheers now. Bye.